0: This motivational message was recorded on my radio show, Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. When I was a child and a young man, there was a large debate over what was the most powerful nation on earth, the Soviet Union or the United States of America. Now the argument shifted a bit. Which is the most powerful nation on earth, the United States of America or China? I submit to you that neither of these is true. The most powerful nation on Earth is imagination. It gives us the ability to create something from nothing. I heard years and years ago an interview with Martin Cooper from Motorola who said he remembered the exact moment he decided to invent the mobile phone. He was watching an episode of Star Trek and saw Captain Kirk call Commander Spock. And that's what inspired him to do so. In 1886, Jules Verne wrote a book called The Clipper of the Clouds. A young boy read it and was fascinated by the idea of heavier than air flight. That boy was Igor Sikorsky. And in 1939, he developed and built the world's first helicopter. Jules Verne also wrote one of my favorite books as a child, which was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He wrote it in 1870. In that book, he had a craft that traveled under the ocean and had multiple adventures. Another person who read that book was Simon Lake. And in 1898, because of the inspiration and imagination that this book sparked in him, built the world's first submarine. In the book, Tom Swift and his Electric Rifle, which was published in 1911, The main character, Tom, invents an electric rifle. NASA researcher Jack Cover said this book was the inspiration for him to create in real life, of course, an electric rifle we now call the Taser. Arthur C. Clarke, in 1945, wrote a story in which he had the idea of satellite communications long before the first satellite was even designed. Arthur C. Clarke also wrote a book in 1964 where he wrote a short story called Dial F for Frankenstein. This story tells of a bunch of phones forming a network with each other other, and eventually becoming sentient. A kid named Tim Berners Lee read it and was so impressed with this machine network idea, he started an experiment making one. Then he went to MIT and invented the World Wide Web, The War of the Worlds, written by H.G. Wells in 1897, was read by a 16-year-old boy named Robert Gardner. And that inspired his imagination to create and build the first liquid-fueled rocket. And in 1926, he began and ushered in the space race. H.G. Wells, also in his 1914 book, The World Set Free, which was about Harnessing atomic power inspired the imagination of the scientist Leo Snillard to figure out atomic energy in real life, which led to the creation of the atomic bomb. I could go on and on and on and on, but I'll give you a few more rapid-fire examples. Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451 was the inspiration for earbuds and Bluetooth. Star Trek's Transporter, which was actually just a plot device... To save money in the television show so they didn't have to show a shuttle landing in every episode, inspired scientists in 2017 to actually be able to transport an atom as well as information at least 10 times the speed of light. MIT aviation expert Stephen Barrett says he was inspired by the Star Trek shuttle to make a shuttle without moving parts, noise, or exhaust just as the ion thrusters do in the television show, and he has now done it. The Hoverboard in Back to the Future actually created inspired the creator to create one in 2015. The tractor beam in Star Trek inspired both MIT and NYU professors to create one, and they have had limited success with it. I could continue on and on and on. It is said that if the mind can conceive it, It can achieve it. Henry Ford said that if you think a thing can be done and you think a thing can't be done, you're right either way. If the things we just talked about were merely fantasies a few years ago, are not just possible today, but in many, many cases already created, what can we imagine, change, and create in our own lives? And I know for a fact there are two kinds of people listening to me right now. The ones that say... Matt, that's crazy. That'll never happen. That can't be done. This is the way it is. This is the way it's always been for me. That's the way it's always been. And then there's the kind of person who is imagining a better future for themselves and others and who realizes if he or she can conceive it. He or she can achieve it and they can make their dreams come true and perhaps even change the world for the better. The question as always is, which one are you?